Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. L.A. Dodger fans can party like it's 1988 all over again as they have won their first title thanks to the decision maybe to pull Blake Snell after just 73 pitches when he was in the midst of having a well of a ball game. Certainly the Dodgers appreciated it. And we'll talk about that here momentarily, but the biggest story of the Dodger championship I believe, is going to end up being Justin Turner testing positive for COVID somehow in the middle of the game and then coming back out on the field for the celebration, taking his mask off, kissing his wife or girlfriend, posing with the championship trophy, posing with his teammates with no mask on. It's going to turn into a Corona Bro Fest, the likes of which... We haven't seen in baseball since the Miami Marlins tested positive in the first place. So I actually want to start there instead of starting with the uh, Dodgers winning the championships. Have you guys seen the video yet that Fox Sports put out of Justin Turner coming back on the field, hugging everybody, getting his picture taken, holding the trophy, kissing everybody, hugging everybody? Have you guys seen that? Yeah, yeah, I did. 
Uh, so do you agree with me that it's going to turn into by far the bigger story than yeah. who won the World Series? <sighs> yeah, but I have no problem with it. You know, yeah. uh, when he wasn't out there to begin with, I felt so bad for Justin Turner. Yeah. He deserved to celebrate with this team. When he when I saw him out there, I, I was felt a lot better for him, man. He deserved to so be out there So you would have, if you were the Dodgers, you would have said, screw it, go ahead and bring him exactly. out. Exactly, and Mookie Bet said that afterwards. He, he was part of this. He's our teammate. He deserves to be out here with us. Uh, I think it's interesting. What about you, Danny G? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I am a Dodgers fan, and I've watched Justin Turner's story this entire time. The Mets dumped him. He was a cast-off. He's one of the guys that the Dodgers resurrected his career. And so to watch his journey with the Dodgers and see him become part of this amazing story. I mean, there was talk a couple of days ago that he was right there with Seager as a co-MVP possibly. For him to not be out there, all Dodger fans, we were like, what's what's going on? That was part of the conversation between all of us texting each other. Why, why did Turner get pulled? Why is Rios out there? What's going on? And then when he wasn't right in the middle of the celebration, when he's been such a huge part of the team, we're all wondering what is going on. And then, of course, Fox makes the announcement that he tested. He had a second test, right? And they weren't sure if it was a false positive or they didn't really know what was going on except for the fact that he couldn't be out there at first. And it was so frustrating. So then, yeah, to see him taking that team photo, I knew Twitter was going to erupt and go nuts. And sure enough, there were people on there calling him a, a killer. He's going to kill everyone out kill on the field. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Corona bros and girls came out of the woodwork, man. I could not believe the comments that were on Twitter for the rest of the night. Uh, all right. So what about you, Dub? What do you think? Yeah, I, my first reaction when Fox kind of threw in that information right before they went to the celebration coverage was, oh, my God, here we go. This is going to be the story of the day today, and I think I think you're right. I think it will be, but I agree with Danny G and Roberto. Justin Turner, when I think of the Dodgers, he's probably the second or third player I think of on that team, so he absolutely deserved to be out there with his teammates. Uh, or what about you, Eddie? Yeah, my first thought was uh, thank God uh, that they you know didn't uh, this There's didn't no happen game seven. right that they, they didn't didn't happen before the game or after the game, and there was going to be a game seven. Because the Dodgers are like, hey, the season's over. We're the champs. Who cares? We're going to do what we want. You're going to find us. Go ahead. We don't, you know, we don't care. They wanted Justin Turner out there. He went out there, and I, yes, it's going to be for some people. It's going to be the only story they talk about today. All right, all right. So let's pull back here on a couple of different levels. My first thought when uh, when I saw the Justin Turner news had nothing to do with the post game celebration or anything else. It was, how does Major League Baseball have testing news come out during the course of a game? Like, I went to the White House. Hate to brag or draw attention to myself. It was one week ago. Every single day, the White House tests every media member that could come into close contact with West Wing people. And it takes one hour to get a result. So if the White House can do that, and if I know that Fox Sports has like 15-minute tests that they're doing on the studio lot to make sure that everybody's okay, how is it that Major League Baseball can be getting results from tests during the course of baseball games? And so my understanding of what happened is that Justin Turner had a test yesterday, meaning on Tuesday, that suddenly got flagged as positive 
they then added another test to check and see if it could have been a false positive, and they realized during the course of the game that the second test was also positive. In other words, he had a first test. They expedited then in some way the second test. But I don't understand exactly. There are going to be a lot of questions about this because if if I can be at the White House last week and if I can get tested and they can get me a result within a, an hour, how is it that every – it's not like Major League Baseball there are like 500 people they have to test. How is it possible that they can't get a result before anybody plays in a baseball game? My second thought was, oh man, if the Dodgers lost this game, can you imagine if suddenly a ton of Dodger players also tested positive alongside of Justin Turner, like happened with the Marlins, like happened with the Cardinals, like happened with a bunch of different teams? in Major League Baseball, what would they have done for Game 7? Would they have played Game 7? Would they have taken a week off before they played Game 7? I mean, that would have been an unbelievable mess for Major League Baseball. And then I also wondered, did Major League Baseball cover this up in some way in the hope that the Dodgers were going to win and they didn't want the positive test to go public because they didn't want any other Dodgers potentially testing testing positive to also be issues going forward. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, is Justin Turner right now already in quarantine back in a hotel by himself? Like watching the Dodgers celebrate with no ability to do so himself? Well, that seems kind of ridiculous. And then I thought, wait a minute, Are the Dodgers going to be able to leave Dallas or are they going to have to all quarantine for 14 days in a Dallas hotel now before they're allowed to travel and go home? And then I thought, oh man, is that Justin Turner on the field right now? That looks like Justin Turner. Is that him with his mask off posing for photos next to Dave Roberts? Is that him? And then I saw this morning when I woke up, I saw Fox Sports has put out footage. And if you haven't seen the footage and you want to see it, it should be up momentarily on outkick.com. And I and it's just footage of J- Justin Turner from the entire celebration. And there he is holding the trophy. And there he is kissing his wife or girlfriend without uh, a mask on. Now, I am the farthest thing from a Corona bro in all of sports, but this is a big middle finger from the LA Dodgers organization to the Corona bro community and everybody else around Major League Baseball because they're obviously continuing to expose Justin Turner to other people after knowing that he's tested positive. Now, We don't see all of the test results. I think there are a lot of athletes out there that if the the player is asymptomatic, they just don't believe in the test accuracy. And we know there are a ton, an absolute ton of false positives in athletics. And certainly we saw that recently with Nick Saban. We have seen it with a lot of different athletes. 
And so it may be that athletes just don't care because they're actually looking at the data by now and aware that they aren't under a substantial risk factor from COVID. But I would say, given the fact that all these guys are going to be traveling away, theoretically, to go back to their homes to get ready for their offseason, that this is potentially going to be a big mess. And I think it is going to wildly overshadow the Dodgers actually winning their first World Series title in 32 years for most people out there who are not Dodger fans. I think Dodger fans, like you just heard from Danny G and Roberto, are going to say, well, Justin Turner's a big part of the team. I understand why they want him on the field. I certainly understand why it would be super weird for Justin Turner suddenly to go from playing in game six of the World Series to being locked in a hotel room watching his team celebrate while he's not allowed to be a part of it. I guarantee you that Major League Baseball was not happy that Justin Turner was on the field. If they haven't already issued an official statement, I bet they issue an official statement before this radio program is over this morning. But I don't know what exactly Major League Baseball could have done when the Dodgers decided they wanted Justin Turner on the field. Are they going to tackle him? Is Major League Baseball security going to uh, arrest him in some way? for not being for 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 violating terms of major league baseball quarantine especially because the season is already over or is major league baseball able to insist that the entirety of the LA Dodgers enter into quarantine now or once the season is over does their ability to restrict the movement of any player end i mean these are all big questions from a legal perspective and also a baseball perspective that are all going to be raised in a substantial nature now and it's not going to be as much of a discussion about baseball season ending. Baseball season began in controversy with the Houston Astros cheating scandal and I think it's going to end in controversy with Justin Turner testing positive and the COVID scandal controversy that is going to linger now and I think characterize much of the discussion surrounding the Dodgers winning a championship. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com com slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be shannon spake you're walking into the lion's den this morning do you know what the big story is i know the dodgers won i know you know the dodgers won but have you seen <laughs> yeah. the justin turner news yeah we were just talking i was just talking to danny about that what i mean the world that we're living in right now right clay what what a crazy place that a guy can't go out and celebrate with his team and the fact that that's like sort of the over you know overarching story this morning instead of the fact that they won the world series for the first time in 32 years i think the number one story is going to be justin turner (laughs) went on the first of all the major league baseball even having a system in which you can get results in the game for the test seems like a pretty big flaw and and we can't say at this point it's not like it's the first game of the season they've had an entire year uh season now of baseball to get this testing system sufficient and now they don't even have that many guys to actually test, whatever it is, you know, 100 total, you know, probably way less than that, whatever the rosters are, 28, I think, whatever they were for the World Series, and then the support staff around them. I can't imagine it's more than 50 or so people that they are testing for each team, meaning they're only having to do like 100 tests at this point. It's not like there's all 30 Major League Baseball teams that they're constantly testing. Like, this seems like they're at the home stretch. It should have been super easy to get this testing done. 
Yeah, and I don't know much about the testing policy in Major League Baseball. Obviously, I'm, I know a lot more about the NFL right now and, and NASCAR, obviously, what they're doing. But I just find it strange that, that like they find out during the game. And, and uh, listen, I've seen a lot of false positives. I have friends that have tested false positive. I, I, I mean, obviously, it's happened in the NFL. So it's, if that was it, then obviously that's what we're going to be talking about. But I just find it strange that they find out mid-game uh, about a positive test and not before the game or or why do they test on game day if they've already tested the day it's just kind of I, I don't know it, there's a lot to sort of peel back the layers of the story how lucky is major league baseball that the dodgers won game six because can you imagine if it was tied up three three and the storyline was justin turner tested positive i think they'd have to suspend game seven for a week or more Oh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know how they would deal with that. Again, like, what if it was a false positive, right? Could he then get the two consecutive uh, negative tests? And, 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 and I think I heard you this morning, was, was, did he already take two positives? Like, there were two, definitely positive? Yeah, so he's had two okay. positive tests. That doesn't mean Got that he it. couldn't have had two false positive yeah. tests, right? But he's had know. at least, unlike, say, Nick Saban, who tested false right. positive, and then had five additional tests that were more accurate and determined that he had never had the virus. Uh, Justin Turner has had, at least according to this report, two different false positives. Well, I mean, sorry, it's two different positives. they would have had to suspend game seven, right? Because everybody in that clubhouse would have been around him and they would have had to test everybody just like, would they, just like what we've seen with the NFL, right? Some games having to be pushed back days until everybody that was around them and I don't know are they wearing sort of the the, uh, the, the distance uh, monitors that the NFL is wearing I, I don't know the process with Major League Baseball as much as I do with NFL all right you are married you have two children if your husband mm-hmm. had been on the LA Dodgers Justin Turner's wife was on the field they kissed she knew he was positive mm-hmm. they kissed for their photo with with the World Series trophy so would, crazy we're having this conversation would right? you like, have kissed so your husband if he were positive for covid it could have been a false positive and you knew how much it meant to him to win the world series trophy on the field i mean it just depends have i seen my husband like in days prior i think to they've this, been right in- i think they i think the families you guys can look this up but i think the families have been able to be i'm not sure if it's yeah. a full families but i think the spouses uh, and wives and girlfriends, whatever, have been able to be with the uh, the players for the past several days. I, I mean, the past se- maybe even the past several like, weeks. Yeah, she's probably like, if you have it, I already have it anyways. I've that's I think that's probably what and, that's probably what she's thinking mm-hmm. on some level. And I think that's what most people would think, right? I mean, I do know people who are like travel with NFL and are super safe when they get back and they're around their families. Um, excuse me, but I think that if you're around them and, and like you're like, okay, well, we probably already all have it anyways. I think that that's probably what she was thinking. So would you have kissed your husband? I don't know. It depends on if he was nice to me that day, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. On that's actually, that's actually the perfect the answer. So what I said is <laughs> we're having a Halloween party on Friday. We're doing our normal Halloween party that we have done for several years it seems to me there is a desperate desire for many people out there to get back to normal. If you do not want to go to a party, then you certainly don't have to do it. I did a tailgate event for the Alabama-Tennessee game. Uh, We had a lot of pictures. I answered questions. I signed some books. Like 
I am trying to live my life as normal. I don't plan. I got tested Wednesday at the White House. I was negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I, no, think I heard I, you went to the White House. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen some of those pictures. Yeah, I've seen some of those pictures. <laughs> uh, so we'll get to that maybe in a sec. But I have, uh, I previously have talked about on the radio show that early on in the pandemic, I think it was like June, relatively speaking, there was drive-through testing. And I still think they have drive-through testing, if I'm not mistaken, in mm-hmm. Tennessee. And I was like, I want to know what one of these tests is like. So I went and got tested. I have tested negative twice. Now, there are months between them. One in June, mm-hmm. I believe it was. One in October. I have no plans to ever get tested for COVID again for the rest of my life. <laughs> if I feel sick for any reason, I'll stay at home and hopefully get better. Whenever there's a vaccine, I'll go get the vaccine. I get a flu shot every year because I travel uh, a decent amount and I come into contact a lot of times with more people than your average person would, and I don't want to get the flipping flu. Uh, And so that's my plan for the fall going into winter. Uh, And all of those things are personal decisions. But I also said if someone knew they had COVID, I wouldn't want them to come to my Halloween party. So I can understand some people being like, yeah, he probably shouldn't be on the field since he thinks that he has COVID. So I can see both sides of this argument. And about 71% of my crew says they have no problem uh, with over 20,000 people voting. 71% say they have no problem with him on the field. 29% say they do. And by the way, he also played almost an entire baseball game already. So what is five or 10 minutes on the baseball field going to do to increase the risk given the fact that he played all the way through the eighth inning already. Yeah, I, I gotta, yeah, I mean, I gotta think like those players again, same thing, right? We've been around you the last, you know, months and months and months. You've been in the clubhouse, you've been around us. We've been eating together. We've been doing this together. We've been doing that together. Like you gotta think like, yeah, I don't know what's, uh, what's one more second, right? What's, what's five more minutes as you come onto the field. I, I, but I, but listen, Clay, I am with you. I would totally understand if somebody was like, no, Right. If someone did not feel comfortable with that, I 100 percent support that because I'm just like you. I don't want someone who knows that they have it like that's the biggest thing. I get tested every single week. Right. Yeah. And so the biggest thing for me is that, like, I don't want to get somebody else sick. That's why I wear my masks. That's why when I'm in my meetings with everybody, I wear my masks. I do all the things that I need to do. Uh, so that if, in fact, I were to come in contact with it, I wouldn't get. Someone How does sick. your that's testing work? Thing. I actually have like um, a doctor who I Zoom with, and so I do it at home once a week, every Monday morning. Um, take my test and, um, and and send it in, and so yeah. Oh, so you t- you take the test on Monday, and then you mm-hmm. don't take another test. It's just every Monday after you're back from wherever you go. Yeah. Every week I get tested. Yes. Uh, okay, so you this week are going to be back down near where you grew up in South Florida. You grew up a Dolphins fan. Tua's first game back. I believe there are going to be Dolphin fans present there, right? Yes. Uh, Have you been? I'm really excited about the storyline, yeah. Yeah, I know you were in Pittsburgh. How many different stadiums have you been in with with crowds present now? Pittsburgh, I was there. That was great. Last week at Houston, there was (laughs) – Actually, so it's what's what's interesting is that there's more fans at these stadiums for the away team. Like last week in Houston, that place was filled with Packer fans. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because local folks are selling their tickets for you know whatever, and, and they're having. I mean, there were it was all Packer fans last 
last week. All Packer fans. Yeah, well, they and, can't uh, watch. That's another great example. Like in Wisconsin, they can't watch the Packers play in person. And but they can get on planes in Milwaukee mm-hmm. and fly to Texas and watch them play in Houston, which makes no sense. Yeah, so it was it was great. Last week was great. Um, obviously, the Houston Texans. It was a rough game for them. I was on the sideline and, and just watching JJ Watt come over every single time. Just I mean, like he looked like the Hulk, right? You know how angry the Hulk is yes. when he like is is in his Hulk mode, and he's this massive human being. And every time he would come off the field, I just like that's the only vision I could. I could see uh, this, this weekend, obviously, uh, with Miami. It's very exciting. I got to interview Jason Taylor when he received his Hall of Fame ring on the sidelines at Miami. It just happened to be scheduled that game. And for someone who grew up a Dolphin fan and someone who, you know, grew up drinking beers in the, in the stadium when, when I was in college and watching the Dolphins play, to then be on the field with Jason Taylor right after he, you know, gets his Hall of Fame ring, interviewing him live on Fox Sports, it was probably like one of the highlights of my career for sure. So this week, uh, obviously, too, I'm a huge Fitzpatrick fan. I've covered him in a couple of different teams now, and, and I'm really bummed for him. And I, I do hope Tua goes out there and does well, because if he doesn't, I think, there's go- I think there will be talks about why they made the change. But I, um, I'm really excited to see Tua. I think he's a great guy. I've reached out to Nick Saban to try to get some quotes from him about, about his start and, and, and how close they still are and how he handled his rehab and all of that stuff. So I'm going to try to get that in the broadcast as well. Uh, okay, so how, what do you expect? I mean, I've met Tua. I know his family. I mean, he is a uh, – he's just a fantastic kid. Uh, he met mm. my 10-year-old. Uh, I, I mean, it was great to spend time around them. I am rooting for him. But it seems like Ryan Fitzpatrick – look, I mean, the, the Dolphins are 3-3. Three and three. The Patriots finally stink. Uh, that division <laughs> may be there for the taking – and they're dropping Tua in in a pretty tough game against one of the NFL's best defenses so far this year. Uh, Aaron Donald, hello. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it, so, well, I mean, it's, NFL, it's not exactly right? an easy way that they're giving him an easy opponent to start with. No, I mean, welcome to the NFL. Aaron Donald, in your very first start, you have to go against that dude, right? I mean, he's just a, a, a beast. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be – I don't know why they made the decision. I mean, I'm going to read into that, and we'll obviously get to talk to coaches and get to talk to. Uh, um, I, I probably won't get to talk to Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he. I think he's been. I think he's been really honest about his feelings about this change, which I think is refreshing to hear it. But I think the biggest thing will be that relationship. You know, I saw the Daniel Jones thing when Eli Manning got benched, and and how that relationship kind of went down. Obviously, the Nick Foles and and um, what what happened at Chicago with Mitchell Trubisky. I saw how that went down, and it really all depends on how the other guy handles it. I think. I think when Eli handled it the way that he did, everything was okay. I think when, you know, Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles have been friends and, and they work together, you know, in the preseason, preseason that we had, I think that's how it works, right? That's how there's not more stories being told. It's how that other guy handles it. And so we'll see. Can you come back for one more segment with us? I got a couple more sure questions thing. for you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
old wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we'll get to the dodgers here in a minute but according to ian rapaport the cowboys are in sell mode uh sorry this is tom pelissaro uh they have informed defensive tackle don terry poe and cornerback daryl worley they'll be released if dallas can't trade them today uh, big changes for the Dallas defense, which was already bad. And remember, they just traded Everson Griffin. And I'm sorry, Cowboy fans, but you know things are going bad when the Lions are trading for your players like they did because they feel like they have a chance to make the playoffs and your team is convinced you have absolutely no chance. So the Cowboys basically cleaning house again Don Terry Poe and Daryl Worley, they're going to be released if they can't be traded today. And by the way, if they've told them that, then I'm guessing that's their agents leaking this because you don't want to be traded for. You'd rather be released and able to sign for whoever you can. And I'm guessing the Cowboys 
are not expecting that there will be much value for those guys. I believe I'm correct. Don Terry Poe is the only Cowboy ever to kneel for the national anthem. So maybe Jerry Jones is considering that to be some small measure of redemption. The Dodgers, speaking of redemption, win their first title in 32 years. It is now the West Coast waking up for with us. Many people at AM570 LA Sports listening along. Danny G, what did this win mean for you? And also then I'll bring in Roberto, the two foremost Dodger supporters on this show. And do you feel bad for stealing my 10-year-old's joy? Because otherwise this should be the Braves moment. <laughs> I'll start with that. No, because your son has a lot more years in front of him than we do. Uh, and we can go to our graves now peacefully with a Dodgers win, a World Series title win that means something to us as adults. Because let's be honest, the last time they won 32 years ago, we were little kids, couldn't appreciate it or enjoy it the way we can right now. There were so many grown adults in Southern California and across uh, the world who are Dodger fans that shed tears last night. It's hard to put into words, but I, I think the one thing I'll say is the Dodgers connect families for generations and decades. Um, I mentioned earlier on the show that I was listening to AM570 LA Sports last night. And by the way, Don Martin, he made an appearance on the air. He called Charlie Steiner. Oh, really? Yeah, during the postgame yes. to, to thank the crew. It was So he's one of our two bosses. It was really cool to hear him. I've never heard him on the radio before. Uh, so that was interesting. That tells you how big of a deal it was for the city last night that the big boss called in. You know, listening to the coverage all day, it, it's crazy. I didn't turn my TV on yesterday until the World Series game started. Instead, I listened to L.A. Sports Radio because I wanted to hear the callers. I wanted to hear the hosts. And I just wanted to kind of take it all in and, and see what it truly meant to not just me and my family, but everybody else. And the amount of phone calls they took from men and women who explained to the hosts what it meant to them and their family, uh, loved ones that they've lost who took them to Dodger Stadium as kids. And there was one guy in particular who said his mom passed away when she was 37 and she was a huge Dodgers fan. He was going to celebrate today by going to the cemetery in L.A. and bring flowers and just like celebrate with her. And there were so many calls like that. And it really hit home. And for me personally, my grandmother took me and my older brother to our first Dodgers game when I was in like around kindergarten age. She had her sun umbrella, a transistor radio, because she swore up and down that Vin Scully and Bob Barker were the two greatest broadcasters <laughs> in the world. And so she had There's a lot of grandmas, by the way, who thought that Bob Barker was the greatest broadcaster in the world. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's a staple for many people yes. around our age. You were sick, couldn't go to school. <laughs> You'd go to grandma's yep. house or grandma would come over and Campbell's sit around chicken and watch. soup and, yeah. and, and, and the price, watch, is uh, right. price is right. Yes. Watch the, the game shows all day and maybe some soap operas too. That's what I did anyway. Yeah, she dreamed of getting that $100 bill out of Bob Barker's pocket yes. and getting a kiss from him. And she also had that same affection for Vin Scully, just as a lot of us did. And even my stepdad, who didn't really support our love of sports, he still loved the Dodgers, and he would have Vin Scully on in the garage. If he'd make us clean the garage, he'd say, but you can have the Dodgers game on the radio. So as a little kid, that was the soundtrack of the summer of my life. And I, there's a, so many people who can you know, relate to that. 
growing up here in Southern California, the Dodgers are a fabric of family. They brought and connected so many family members together. It was really my only common ground I had with my stepdad. And so to hear so many dozens of Dodger fans call in with those same similar stories yesterday, the city was just bursting at the seams. You you could tell it was going to be the 4th of July 2.0 if the Dodgers got it done last night. And that's exactly what happened. The city exploded literally. You saw that you've seen the aerial shots. Yeah. Of all the fireworks. And and I will say, like, uh, it wasn't last year, or sorry, this year. It was last year I was in L.A. uh, for July 4th, driving down the 405, uh, probably around, I don't know, 9 o'clock, coming back from the South Bay to get back to the near the Fox lot where I was staying. And the amount of fireworks that were going off on either side of the 405 were like nothing I'd ever seen. I mean, there are a lot of people who do private fireworks celebrations in L.A., and I saw the video of all the people setting off uh, fireworks and celebrating the Dodger win, which I know the Lakers have won a lot more titles, but this feels way bigger uh, to me than the, the Laker win did. Yeah, and I mean, the Laker, the Laker win was big, but it was muted because of all of the anti-NBA stuff that was all over the internet and on the radio and TV. But the Dodgers, obviously, after a 32-year wait and coming so close and all in the Astros debacle and everything that went on in 2017, and to always come so close, but to feel kind of cursed, as if it was just never going to happen for this squad, I think that just made it that much more extra sweet for Dodger fans. And, uh, you know, I I got to say, for this year, this this incredible... 2020 that we've all experienced in all the highs and well not all the highs all the lows and a couple of highs now when I say all the highs I'm talking Lakers and Dodgers so thank you Lakers thank you Dodgers because for uh, you talked about how you couldn't live in California well we do and so imagine feeling like you're in some sort of prison sentence and the only joy we've had and, and by the way, the year started, uh, my last flight was to the Super Bowl with you. Yeah. And that started with Kobe dying. Yeah. And and so our sports teams kind of rallied around that, and, they, and it was like, do it for Kobe, Mamba mentality, let's do it for Kobe. And both the Lakers and Dodgers focused in and, and won rings, and it's just an amazing feeling. What about you, Roberto? It's awesome, man. Dodgers are my favorite team. You know, from going to the games with my dad and brother as a kid and then going with my friends in high school and then after high school. And then I remember taking my sister to be my designated driver afterwards and me getting me getting her into baseball. <laughs> he yeah, had a designated was, driver last night, too, yeah. by the way, no, to my, get to the studio. Yeah, exactly. I got to head an Uber over here. <laughs> from take, And then uh, now going with my How much wo- did you drink? Uh, I had about uh, 10 beers. You had 10 beers, and then you had an Uber. You had to take an Uber to the yeah, studio after yeah, celebrating for the Dodgers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to risk, you know, no, no driving, man. You got an Uber. So you didn't go to bed. You celebrated no, the yeah. Dodger win, Hell, kept drinking. Heck, yeah. And uh, and came straight to the studio. Straight to work, baby. Well, that's impressive <laughs> because there are other members of this show who have had a few drinks and passed out literally on air. Uh, I don't want to call and cast dispersions upon him, but his name is Jason Martin, and he used to be the producer. Uh, and uh, and uh, so that uh, that is an impressive performance by you. Thank you. Spent so much money on these guys over the years, man, to, for them to finally win. I feel vindicated, uh, shed some tears right after they won. And thank you, Kevin Cash, for being a moron. Thank you very much. Crazy. 
absolutely you. crazy that he took Blake Snell out of the game when he did. And these are, I think, sometimes when you can allow analytics to teach you and convince you of things that are illogical. Yeah, manalytics. You use the manalytics right there, baby. You leave yeah. them in the game. Yeah, I, I think sometimes you have to recognize when the numbers are are kind of lying to you. And uh, that would have been a good example of one that uh, that, that would have been a good time to, to do it. But they didn't. And the Dodgers end up uh, winning the title. Now, for those of you also waking up on the West Coast, you may not have seen this. It's going to be a big controversy today because Justin Turner tested positive during the eighth inning of this game for COVID. And uh, first, somehow the Major League Baseball testing protocols are all crossed up that it could even happen that he would test positive in this scenario in the middle of the game. That is a flaw of epic magnitude of Major League Baseball's testing. But they pulled him from the game in the eighth inning. If that is where the story had ended, then it probably would vanish fairly quickly, I would think. But Justin Turner, who has been a longtime member of the Dodgers and has been through their World Series losses, wanted to go on the field and celebrate. And so the Dodgers said that he could. And as a result, there are videos out there and pictures which are circulating rapidly through social media and beyond showing him celebrating on the field despite the fact that he had tested positive for COVID. Now, now, I asked you guys the question, what do you think about Justin Turner celebrating uh, on the field? Uh, The poll question is up nearly, what is it? I'm looking at the numbers right now. We have almost 33,000 of you voted in the first hour and change. Do you have a problem with Justin Turner testing positive for COVID and then celebrating on the field with his teammates after the positive test? 71% of you say no. 29% of you say yes, you do have a problem. Let me go around the horn here. Danny G, any problem with Justin Turner going on the field and celebrating? No, I can understand why some people might have a problem with him taking the picture with the team with no mask on. But you mentioned it in hour one. He had been around his teammates for seven innings prior to that. Yeah, plus days and hours before. Exactly. So So I can understand why his teammates would be comfortable taking the picture with him. But he's such a big part of the team. There is no way you could take that team photo without him. Now, I think some people could say, well, they could just Photoshop him in. No, come on. He already lost a major moment in his life because he should have been standing at third base. He should have thrown his glove in the air, jumped around on the mound with all his teammates. He didn't get to do that. He had to come out later and finally get to lift up the trophy and take that one picture. That was his celebration. Uh, all right, no problem from Danny G. Roberto, any problem as a Dodger fan? No problem whatsoever, man. When I, when he first celebrated and he wasn't, out, he wasn't out there, man, I felt so bad for him, and it was good to see him out there at least to take a team picture. What about you, Dub? Yeah, no problem for me, and they tell him in the eighth inning. I mean, in a way, it's like, why even tell him then? It's already You've already been with your teammates for four hours. Yeah, you know? it, it is strange that suddenly he leaves in the eighth inning, and – We'll talk to Dr. Chow usually tomorrow, but Dr. Chow has continued to emphasize that, first of all, the number of transmissions that have occurred during the course of an athletic event appears to be zero. 
In other words, there's no way to trans to, to find a situation where one team has transferred it to another or it's spread during the course of an actual athletic event. So, uh, so that is worth thinking about. But also, as you guys are saying, if he had already been exposed to them basically up to the eighth inning, what difference does it make in a grand scheme of things if then he also is exposed to them in some way for five minutes on the field. I think the decision of the wife to kiss him is maybe the most interesting part to me personally uh, because she knows he has COVID. They're standing there with the trophy and there's a video of them kissing. She may also be thinking, well, I've been you know, in the same bed with him for, for a month or so or however long they've weeks that they've been together theoretically. And she may be like, if I've got it, I've got it. I'm not going to worry now. We'll get a good photo at least. What about you, Eddie? How would you assess this? Well, I don't have a problem with it. And all the quotes I've seen so far from Dodgers players is that they wanted him out there. Yeah. So they're the ones who are around him. So if they don't care, why would I care? I do think that there's going to be a little bit of a challenge in terms of the Corona bros are going to be all worked up today. And so the question is going to be, what are they going to do kind of going forward about the Dodgers going back home. So if if usually you would have to quarantine, right? And by the way, the big the big bullet that Major League Baseball dodged, because by the time uh, the NFL kicks off Thursday, tomorrow, and we get going into the weekend, all the college football and the NFL action, everybody will turn the page on baseball and they won't care. The big bullet that baseball dodged is if they don't pull Snell out of this game, and if the Rays go on and win game six, I think they have might have to postpone game seven for a week or more, keep testing all the players, and hope that it's not going to have spread. I don't think they would have been able to play game seven tonight. I really don't. Unless, and this could certainly be the case, they do a lot better and more uh, detailed testing of Justin Turner, and it turns out that he was false positive like Nick Saban, and as he's not asymptomatic, he just doesn't have the virus at all. But uh, but the, 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 the danger for Major League Baseball would have been, oh my goodness, if you had a Game 7 scheduled, everybody's geared up to watch it, and then it comes out that, uh, that you've got a positive test and maybe a bunch more positives that come out in the days ahead. There's no telling how long they might end up having to postpone just playing the one game to decide who's going to be the World Series champion. Why don't you go ahead and give us an update, uh, Eddie Garcia. We're about to be joined, by the way, in the next segment by Liberty football coach Hugh Freeze. Liberty is undefeated on the season, and we've had Coach Freeze several times on this show before when he was an Ole Miss coach and uh, also when he became the head coach of Liberty. He's really got things rolling right now, and they've got still a couple of ACC teams on the schedule but Liberty is, I believe they are 6-0. and They may even be 7-0. and I know they're undefeated. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We're joined now by Liberty head football coach Hugh Freeze. Coach, I believe I got it right. Your team is 6-0. and They are on a roll. You're on a bye week now for Halloween. And then you close out with Virginia Tech, with Western Carolina, with NC State, and I believe with UMass and potentially Coastal Carolina. 
So a lot going on here in general. Uh, but what has this season felt like for you? And uh, I guess it feels really good not to be coaching from a hospital bed at a minimum. <laughs> you, you know that's right, Clay. It was uh, it's been a, an interesting two seasons for sure with uh, the the staff infection last year and then the COVID issues this year. And um, but man, I, I tell you, to be sitting here undefeated in in year two at Liberty is. It's just kind of uh, euphoric, and uh, just just feel very, very fortunate and blessed. Our kids are, uh, uh, even though we still have, you know, a roster that's, you know, probably at least fifty percent FCS recruited players. Um, to be, you know, where we are sitting here today in our open week is, I man, it's awesome, and it's just great to see our kids and staff and uh, university getting some. Uh, some notoriety because of it so it's uh it's pretty awesome would you have believed that you guys could be six and oh uh and i believe nah. i'm correct about six and oh if i had told you hey when it gets to halloween week and you hit a bye i know it's been a crazy and there's been a lot of different changes to the schedule but would you have ever believed six and oh was possible not really i i, I do you know we, we've been fortunate everywhere i've been whether it was lambeth or arkansas state or Ole miss to turn programs very quickly and uh, obviously going to a bowl game in year one and winning it last year was, was one of the most gratifying seasons that I've had um, as part of a team and staff, but you know, you still not having spring ball and, and then looking at your schedule, knowing you're playing a nine win Western Kentucky team out of the gate. And then the FIU who I know how many athletes they have, and the Southern Misses and even the Monroes, you know, I'm just, I'm so, I guess I can't get out of my mind the type of athletes I know those schools have from those areas. And, um, you know, you don't have to be the, I've told a lot of people, if you were to to measure those teams in the 40-yard dash or in the, in the vertical jump and the short shuttles and all that, we probably don't have a chance. And, and then the Syracuse win, you know, the first uh, ever, uh, win against an ACC opponent it's just been you know man I just I love our team and our staff and, and our kids but I probably would not have believed it if, if you told me that what do you attribute the 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 shift in direction to what what have you done in two years at Liberty that has led to a team being able to be six and oh I really think it's uh you know I, I've I've used the same plan everywhere I've been and I've never wavered from it and I think it brings a chemistry and I, you know, I'm I'm pretty uh, self-aware uh, of who I am and what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are, and really try to hire people that um, that really balance my weaknesses that uh, can pick me up where I'm not real strong, and and then play to my strengths to where I am. And I do think that our kids just see a a consistency in me forcing people to to meet a standard that we set daily. Um, and, and I think it breeds confidence in them. Um, and obviously, you know, you got to have great quarterback play in college football. You, you just can't win games without that and without a, a pretty dang good defensive line. And I think we hit in our one recruiting class on some good defensive linemen. And obviously Malik Willis is, is playing at a huge level and a lot of credit to, to him. And, uh, and I hired a great quarterback coach in Ken Austin, who you know I'm not a I'm not a great quarterback fundamental coach, 
that's really not my strength. I'm more of a big picture guy and will say, here's what I want to do. Now you make sure his, his footwork and timing are right on it. But, uh, so I think it's a combination of all those things is just, we, we've got, uh, a great staff that's on the same page and, and the kids see that and hopefully they see a consistency in the way we approach every day. Are you a better coach now than you were when you were at Ole Miss? No question. You know, I, uh, man, if you, when you're raised as an offensive coordinator and, and, you know, all you think about is, man, I'm on, I'm going to bring a fast paced RPO driven football team, um, that gives people problems and I'm going to try to get as many plays as I can and score as many points as I can. And, uh, because that's what you want to be known as. And then, that's worked for me um, most years and worked for me at Ole Miss uh, the first four. Um, but we began to to struggle defensively. And, man, looking back, Clay, in year five there, had I just managed the game like I do now, you know, I think there's a good chance. We, we had a chance to beat Alabama three straight years. We're up 24 to three. And, and Florida State, we were up three scores on. And, I did not manage those games the way I do now. The, the, the two years I had off, um, I I just did a lot of research, a lot of studying, and, man, I became just so aware of complementary football and, and how if, man, if you can keep your defense. So our, our six games this year, I, I believe I'm right in saying five of the six, our, our, our defense has only played around 60 plays instead of the 85 I used to make them play. And so I just manage the game differently now, and I think you just mature as as a coach, and I think that's the biggest difference. I don't approach practice any different, or or the way I deal with kids or staff any different at all. But I do. You let us get up a few scores, and and I start trying to figure out all right, how do we just get this thing to the to the house. Do you enjoy the wins more now after what you went through at Ole Miss? <laughs> There's no doubt, man. I I look back at uh, at the Lambeths and Arkansas State, and man, I was at such peace uh, there, and, and at Ole Miss too, for for a large part of it. Um, but that probably that last year and a half to two, you you, I really believe you either drive this profession or it drives you, and and when you start letting it drive you, man your ego and your pride and it can it can really change it can even you know obviously make you um get in positions where you make decisions that man you regret and you know i'm just at a point i'm back at i'm at peace now and i don't uh my biggest thing is can i get to the end of the day and and, and lay down and not have any regrets and that's the way i want to you know finish my life my coaching my friendships my relationships with my family and it's just um it's it makes it's just so much more enjoyable and man if I were to tell you our schedule here you would probably laugh at me but I I just um I don't let it drive me man we I I want our coaches home with their families by 6 6 30 every night except for one We, we we do spend one night uh, grinding pretty hard, but the rest of them, I want them out of here. I want them going to to eat with their co- their wives and their kids and at their baseball games. 
and so we moved our practices to the morning and it's just uh i think i think we all enjoy uh, it a lot more how do you prepare for a team like virginia tech when it's a bye week so what's different about having two weeks to get ready for a team, especially a team as good and uh, in, in your state there? Obviously, it would be a big game for Liberty, probably the biggest that Liberty's ever played as a university from a football perspective. What do you do? What's different? You know, it, it, watching film on them, it, it's a huge task. I mean, they're just, you know, they're full of power five players. And, and so it's hard to see that, that we match up greatly on film that doesn't mean but the great thing about football is you don't have to be better 10 days you just have to be better that one day and having an extra week i do do think is beneficial for us in the fact that number one we needed to get some people healthy at, at two positions we were really we've played the last three games without some really good players and so we're going to get healthy and then we really we took a Let's see, Tuesday, today, and tomorrow, and, and we really are just focusing on certain scenarios in, in those in that game that's coming, whether it be P&10s, whether it be goal line, whether it be and, – and we're not overdoing it, but we're really focusing on those those particular areas uh, that gets us a jump start before we head into next week. Um, and, you know, I think it does pay it. Dividends. This was a great open week because you know next Tuesday is election day and and we can't practice and so that's everyone, um, and and so some people are going to lose a day where in fact we you know we've gained it in this open week. We're talking to Hugh Freeze. Uh, you are fifty one years old, I believe, or about to be fifty one years yeah. old if you're not already. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've already had a lot of success in uh, in college football. Some people are going to look at the success at Liberty and say other bigger schools are going to come calling, seeing what you have done in two years at Liberty. Do you expect that? And if that happens, what will you say to them? Well, I sure uh, I hope I would expect it, you know, and I think that speaks volumes for what our administration and our kids have done here. And I actually told our team that yesterday. I'm so I'm very transparent with our kids and uh and and tell them man any anything you read or hear is uh, is a compliment to you and and you know you should take that as a compliment and obviously that is that's something that this this profession brings and um I just I tell them if if there's ever a chance that uh, that I would have an interest in doing anything different they would be the first to know that I have an interest in something and um but man you you just I'm I'm at a point I used to kind of think you know when you're trying to fight to climb that ladder and 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 do that man you're trying to uh, man, make a phone call or do something, and I just I, I don't do any of that anymore. I just am uh, thankful for Liberty. I'm thankful that they took the time, like you did, to to sit down with Jill and I, hear our story, and um, and give us this opportunity. And we found a tremendous home here. So I I, I have a great great job, and uh, I don't think any coach can ever say, "Hey, I'll never leave a certain job until you get to a certain point in your life." But I can tell you this, um, there's there's very few that would interest me to leave here. But uh, obviously, those are going to be talked about. And and um, I, I just want to be honest and transparent with our kids as, as through this whole process. But, uh, man, I've, Ian McCall is a, 
absolute gem for an AD. And uh, all, obviously, I love the, the vision that they have here, and they put their resources behind it. And I really think you can build this into being one of the top non-Power 5 schools in the nation in a short amount of time. And so Jill's happy here. My girls are happy here. And uh, we're just we're blessed. Do you ever watch SEC games? Do you have any? I, I always like to ask coaches. I mean, I know you guys are you know locked and loaded on what you're doing, but you coached at Ole Miss. Do you ever sneak a glance at what Lane Kiffin is doing or what Mike Leach is doing down at the school that used to be your rival at Mississippi State, or even yeah, man. you know kind of pay attention to what Saban and and the crew at Bama are doing? Of course, I, I TiVo all those games and whenever I can find time. We've been fortunate this year. We've had all, like, noon kicks. I, I love those. And so you get home, and, um, and man, I have all those games TiVo'd, and I typically don't sleep well on Saturday nights because you're either, you're either you know, jacked up on adrenaline uh, from the win or you're disappointed if you, if you lose a game. And so, man, I'll, I'll run through those games and watch them. Obviously, I still have a lot of friends uh, in the SEC, and – so I kind of want to see what they're doing and how they did. and uh, But I usually TiVo most all of those games um, just so I can kind of watch and see if I can get an idea or something. And obviously, you know, you have friends like Nick and Gus and, and Kirby and those guys that uh, have, have, you know, been really loyal friends to you. And, and so you want to watch those games and see how they're doing. What happens next? You got six and zero. You got a lot of tough games left. What is a successful season? You may already be there for Liberty to finish out this run. We're talking with uh, Liberty head football coach Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I think I think we've already had a successful season, um, and you know I will be determined not to let anything that happens from this point on diminish it in these kids' eyes. Now, do we want more? Absolutely. We're going to find every way in the world to try to compete uh, but you know when you're looking at that schedule and you've got I don't know what the, I hadn't seen the top 25 but I know last week both NC State and Virginia Tech and Coastal were in it and you know those are those are some very very difficult games that uh, again having only one full season to recruit it's it's really you know your your roster's not quite where you want it to be I love our kids but it, and it's nobody's fault because you know they were FCS recruited that's what they played so it's uh so i think we've already had a successful season you know by by the old rules we're already bowl eligible which is you know our goal each year uh, so we're already there um but do we want more absolutely and do we expect more yes but uh certainly um think that we've already had a successful season good luck coach keep us updated and i uh, appreciate you swinging by and hanging with us Oh, Clay, anytime, man. Thank you for your kindness. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.